0: Kilmer, Asante, Roberts. We discuss a film called The Chaos Experiment. Also, before we get started, I'd like to apologize for the subpar audio quality in this episode. We discovered only too late that there was a problem with Stuart's microphone. I tried to fix it in post, but it's noticeable. Anyway, we decided to release it, and you can enjoy it, or you can ignore it. But we hope it isn't too bad. flophouse i'm dan mccoy
1: i'm Stuart wellington i'm elliot kalen
0: so uh guys so i got something to talk about oh, okay Lay it on uh, us, elliot, let's wrap you know um, a while back i feel like you one-upped me a little bit on your great weekend where i had gotten some shoes no
1: those sounded like great shoes and
0: you won an emmy but to this this last weekend
1: are you are those the shoes you're wearing right now yes they're, those are nice shoes they're
0: they're shit but it's a
1: weekend well spent
0: the the one thing that I wanted to say Did was uh, a Marshalls. Guys. <laughs> last week DSW probably. That's last true. weekend I had a weekend that uh, I can't imagine Elliot you could compare to it at all.
1: I, I I can't saw, even
0: imagine. I saw one of my comedy idols from the uh the troop the Monty Python's Flying Surface. Oh wow. Uh Terry Jones. I saw him
1: Monty Python's Flying Surface. <laughs>
0: Well, you saw him on an of the Monty I've Python, had some Novocaine, or... Elliot. Have... <laughs> Monty Python's Flying Circus. No, I saw him in person. That's really cool. Uh, you know, at a QA and a slash writing seminar. And uh, so, uh, finally, Elliot... Wait, wait,
2: was that like a seminar where they teach you how to write slash fiction? Mm-hmm.
0: Slash fiction. Monty Python Monty slash Python. fiction, yeah.
2: Well, it would be about the characters. <laughs> yeah, it's usually like... They usually <laughs> yeah. pair
0: them up um, according to who wrote with each other. So, Graham Chapman, John Cleese slash fiction and then Terry Jones and Michael Palin slash fiction, and then it's Eric Idle just masturbating. Yeah,
2: wait.
0: And Terry Gilliam masturbating, too. Yeah. Is,
2: wait, is there a, So, like, the Silly Walks guy, right? The guy who does
1: the
0: Silly Walks? All right, but the point yeah, is, no, Elliot... That, that does Elliot, sound pretty no cool. there's no way that you could possibly... I finally have prevented you from one-upping me. You're right. Any, I mean,
1: seeing a member of Monty Python sure. in person, my weekend was nowhere near that exciting. Uh, well, my Thursday, I did go to the... Uh, the new york premiere of the monty python documentary oh and, wow and well you saw it on screen that yeah was, that's that was was pretty fine. cool and then every living member of monty python did like a 45 minute 40 minute Q and A afterwards uh it was pretty cool we were sitting in front we were in the row ahead of carol cleveland kind what? of the female python you could say it was very exciting i was it was awesome but i mean but terry cool. jones wow i mean he was there when i saw it all the all the living and there was pythons. a card there was a cardboard stand-up to take the place of graham chapman who passed away you know in the 80s so i'm just gonna
0: shoot myself <laughs> guys i don't think i'll just I, not even wait, after at, the podcast no no, right now. no, no we'll <laughs> right talk about now, the movie no. first but okay
1: i like this new recurring segment <laughs> elliot tops dan yeah i, <laughs> I didn't like even so talk much. i didn't even talk about how we got literally celebrity tickets to the show <laughs> to the okay. movie um uh, we that was the second screening so i've yeah. shared with whoopi goldberg we, oh, yeah after Watchmen.
2: Wow, and this is yeah. So this is like a <laughs> mixture of Elliot, uh, Elliot tops Dan and name droppers. Yeah,
1: name droppers, the sweet life of Elliot and Cody, all the all the best shows. <laughs> the guys and um, Dan in real life,
0: Monty Python. Regardless, I mean this may be Monty Python month on IFC, but in the flop house, <laughs> it's Shocktober.
1: Yeah, it's Halloween.
0: <laughs> it's
1: f- flop mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Flop sieve.
0: Huh. <laughs> Stewart, put down your phone. Stop texting.
1: Put down your quit, phone and pick up your quit microphone. Waxing your
0: mustache. Uh, are
2: you guys done talking about
0: fucking Monty Python yet? Yeah, we are. Okay. The nerd talk is done.
1: Um, it went to, to, just to, to button it up. It was an amazing experience. So uh, <laughs> let's just say that that I will never Son forget. Anyway, we're done with Monty Python now. Cool.
0: Um, yeah, we watched the Chaos Experiment, which was originally released under a different oh title. My. Wait, what? The steam experiment. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why they
1: would call it that. Oh, wait, maybe because they talk about steam every single second.
0: Yeah, okay. And they're in a steam room. We need to set this up a little bit because this is a much smaller film than we usually talk about on the podcast. That's true. I looked it up on Wikipedia. It played uh, two theaters in... Like Lansing, Michigan. I well, believe. it makes sense because it takes so it place
1: is, entirely in Grand Rapids. Yeah,
0: and it really needs to be knocked down a
1: few pegs. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> well, this is run and hide all that critical buzz. I, I feel you know,
0: like the elites in Lansing need to be. Uh, <laughs> I feel like
1: this is a uh, this is not you know the normal target for our ire. Usually, it's something that should have known better or is big enough to absorb it. But here, it's more like maybe we're helping the audience dig up an undiscovered gem. Yeah, there you go. Because this is this one I have only, not heard about until you told help me about it. Only helped the
0: chaos experiment. Yeah.
1: This is more publicity than I think it ever received. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it got a a it got dumped
1: into theaters and literally and... shot out of a butt <laughs> <laughs> into theaters. Well, like a human butt. <laughs> yeah. Well, like wow. a like a giant paper mache one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's how they delivered it to the theater, <laughs> the, the theater, film.
2: The Papier-mâché is
0: like slowly dilated. That's probably. Well, they just to push it see out. It. Yeah doesn't encourage audience <laughs> members to go see that movie yeah, when, when it comes to town and that method
1: what a horrible i apologize to that guy who who likes to listen to this while he's cooking dinner with his wife
0: yeah um
1: anyway but it, yeah, yeah but was, i came
0: across the uh description of this I on wikipedia <laughs> so I, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the description of this movie the plot synopsis and i emailed it to you guys Plenopsis. and you guys immediately said we have to watch this movie
1: Everything about it said we had to see it and I'm yeah. glad we did, even though I wanted to tear my eyes out after a while.
0: You know, if I
2: had actually checked my email, I think I probably would have said exactly what I like to say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well,
0: why <I> do you
2: usually <laughs> just auto delete anything you guys said.
0: Man? Sure. We got a spam filter for us. Yeah. Um it's, it's amazing good, that sorry. you show up, you know, for the flop house <laughs> <laughs> recording sessions.
1: He did uh, Stuart did text me earlier today. We're flop we're doing flophouse tonight, right? Yeah. So
2: yeah, and then Dan sent me a text, uh, so I thought like you like told on me or something. No, I'm like Elliot. No, it
1: Dan was just doesn't trust you.
0: I'm pretty sure Elliot remembers that we're doing it, but I'm not sure that Stuart does. Sure. And I was right. Uh-huh. Anyway, the point is, this movie has a triumvirate of um,
1: <laughs> middle-aged male um, leads. Stars? For, let's call them former stars. Let's call them has-beens. You got you <laughs> Let's got, be let's be polite and call them by the term. Yeah, you got investment. your Val Kilmer. Faded Glory. Once Batman. You got
0: your Armand Asante. Star, TV's Odysseus. Star of yeah. Fatal Instincts. One of the Mambo kings. <laughs> Don't forget that he is a king. Of yeah, of, of Mambo. Mambo. Yeah,
1: him and Banderas. Uh and uh, Eric Roberts. Mhm. Brother Who? of uh, Julie Roberts. No, what's uh, no brother of Julie? Bob Roberts. Roberts, brother of Bob Roberts, <laughs> okay. the Tim Robbins character. Yeah, Oscar nominated Eric Roberts. What was he nominated for? Uh, I think Star 80. Ah, uh, well, that was twenty some odd years ago, yeah. and uh, you. But you, he's best remembered now as the mobster from Dark Knight. Yeah, so he's uh, actually the his career's on a on an upswing a bit. He's, well, I mean, he's he's one of those guys that you can you can get and he will, f- and he's in Crash, the new series too, yeah. right? He's a, he's, I think, yeah, his he career is doing Back a little better when people now. People
0: still cared about that show. Yeah. So
1: of the three of them, yeah, of the three of those guys, Eric Roberts is doing the best right now. Yeah. But Val Kilmer still owns fucking like thirty thousand acre ranch, so you know he's doing okay too. Yeah. And apparently. Armand Desante probably owns a diner somewhere. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Val Kilmer clearly can afford to eat
0: well. Yeah, <laughs> because, he because he has packed
1: out. it on. Woo! He does not look good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I said that he looked like a <laughs> No,
1: That's too expensive. What, oh, not even a Nordic track. Yeah, no, the he looks like he looks <laughs> like a <laughs>
0: Jeff Bridges character when Jeff Bridges is playing like a downtrodden character, like the dude, or yeah. like in The Fisher King when he goes crazy for a while. Mm. um Yeah, but what? Why was this called the Steam Experiment originally before it was changed?
2: Yeah, why don't you uh, you explain
1: this movie? Why don't I spin a tale for our listeners about uh, a man walks into the Grand Rapids newspaper office. It's Val Kilmer with uh, about four days' worth of beard on him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he says...
2: About, what, 30 years' worth of actual
1: (laughs) weight? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And it, uh, it opens with this bizarre selection of images of Val Kilmer lying looking soiled and disgusting on a hospital bed, standing on a merry-go-round, and just kind of genu- generally looking at things. Generally looking at things. But uh, yeah. he goes into a newspaper and says to the editor, if you don't f- you, I need you to print my story about how global warming is going to destroy the Earth. I've got six people trapped in a sauna, and the temperature is going up, and they're going to die unless you print my story.
0: Now, I'd like to point out, though, that um, the movie literally starts with this scene, However, it takes us 15 minutes for all that information to come out.
1: There's a lot of the editor going, "Wait, back up." You've yeah, got people trapped in a sauna and, and the audience
0: is like, "No, don't back up." Don't back up. We've Please been there. keep going. Uh,
1: the editor calls the police chief uh, or policeman Armando Sante who I feel really I feel bad. We're going to make fun of the way Armando Sante talks in this cuz you can't oh, cuz you can't understand him and I feel really bad if anyone knows if Armando Sante has suffered a stroke, we apologize. <laughs> Uh, it's a theory, apologize but to
0: Mrs. Asante, it's
1: it really will be uh, insensitive of us when we make fun of it later. But if there's a real reason for it, if not just him yeah, acting please terribly,
0: email us and make us feel bad if you know of a reason why Armand Asante is talking like uh, like. Finster and the usual suspects. Yeah,
1: uh, just swollen-tongued, and, yeah. you know. But we'll talk more about that later. But uh, meanwhile, we're cutting to the steam room where six people who thought they were going to a dating service that gives away $5,000. Uh, <laughs> as they <laughs> do. They hear about that on the, uh,
2: on the internet? On the interwebs. Yeah, that's usually where people... On
1: the webernets. Stuff, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they each have met with Val Kilmer personally ahead of time. Okay. Uh, and they... Wow. They are in this steam room, three guys and three girls... Uh, they
2: all met with him beforehand yeah it kind of (laughs) implies that they all he he like interviewed the company
1: he is the ceo and only employee of the company strange that he would meet personally with the
0: people who use his product
2: yeah i mean like and i mean we see val kilmer in this movie a lot like i would imagine there would have been some warning signs for these people well since
1: he looks since he gets crazier and crazier as the movie goes on okay yeah just keep going well he uh Val Kemmer, we'll talk about it. Well, he, he shows a lot of uh, made-up physical tics that crazy people in movies have.
2: Face-scratching.
1: Face, yeah, the movie should be called Face Scratchers, uh, <laughs> as I was saying. But uh, earlier but okay so there's these three guys and three girls in a sauna the girl takes off her top for no reason oh, everyone yeah, that's a good reason they all hate each other almost instantly one of the guys is like a big hey I'm from Brooklyn hey I love, yeah. A girl. I love girls Ooh. yeah forget about it he actually says forget about it at one point yeah uh, and then there's Eric Roberts who is a from Dallas Dallas although he forgets that he's from Dallas most of the movie and then he'll suddenly turn on his accent and it'll be and, you,
0: and you'll, realize, you'll remember you'll be like oh yeah that character was introduced as being from dallas and
2: then he transports you to the dusty plains of texas <laughs> a tumbleweed <laughs> oh, yeah. Drifts by the steam oh yeah it's
1: like the last picture show all yeah. of a sudden you, uh, um, slap, slap leather <laughs> <laughs> then, hell's heart hell's half acre and all that yeah. uh slap leather <laughs> and there's some other characters in there too one of this girl who's neurotic to the point of comatose and so yeah. forth she's a poet but anyway, while they're they're trapped in this sauna, they realize they're trapped and they go go crazy and and you know th- try to kill each other and stuff. Meanwhile, a game of cat and mouse is being played between Val Kilmer and Armand Santé. Yeah.
0: Well, let's cla- let's back up and clarify for a moment that the reason they're trapped in this steam room is that Val Kilmer's oh, I forgot that part. big global warming theory is that as the Earth gets warmer, society will, will crumble. People will get more irritable <laughs> and start attacking each other, which is you know. I don't. I don't know if that's a theory that needed to be tested by
1: an actual experiment. No, I think that it's tested every August in New <laughs> yeah. York City. Yeah, I and mean, then
2: f- you know, like if I think he keeps talking about if you're like if you're stuck in a steam room for long enough, your lungs will melt.
1: <laughs> yeah, which no, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen to <laughs> the, the people I don't in there. Think it, does. it didn't. Doesn't happen in the movie.
2: I mean, I didn't, they didn't show the
0: inside of somebody's lungs. Yeah, no, which like would have been kings. cool. They didn't go inside the body and. Yeah.
1: Or save the green planet in the part where he's killed the other guy and then he's so mad he's kicking him in the chest and it turns into an x-ray at the instant he kicks him in the chest and it restarts his heart. Oh, that's such yeah, a good movie.
2: Or like in, that's this, in Street Fighter where Sonny Chiba punches a guy and you right. see the guy's crack. Yeah, cracking. Or, yeah. Or that's, a good, that's a
1: good scene too. Yeah.
2: Or that
0: one Jet Li movie. <laughs> with,
1: uh, <laughs> so many movies I would have rather <laughs> watch this. Our
0: audience, uh, uh, you know, do yourself a favor. Get together with some friends and list movies in which you go inside someone's body <laughs> the, and you'll enjoy it more than the, watching when the When you said Lee
1: the title that came to mind was Romeo is Burning which yeah, is it's not funny. a movie it is yeah. I it's got the only Romeo I got no Romeo must Die is the Jet oh, Lee yeah. movie. I got that Romeo is is burning is bleeding and, and, and Romeo
0: and Michelle's high school reading. I guess
1: something. Romeo is burning is a good title though. But uh
2: Romeo must die was the one where he uh he, he like jump kicks a dude in the head yeah. from, like, the final battle. And the guy's like neck breaking.
1: Um but anyway there's a game of cat and mouse. Armando Sante isn't sure if Alcomer is making this all up. Or if it actually happened, the audience doesn't know that either because the movie doesn't make yeah. any sense. It doesn't know
0: what the time frame is. Is this actually happening now? Does he have to free these hostages before they die? Or has this already happened long ago? Yeah. Or did
1: it all happen in Val Kilmer's head? Yeah. Uh, eventually, I'm just going to skip to the end, everybody but two of the people in the sauna die. The two most nondescript characters live. Yeah. Uh, the... People from the mental hospital come to pick up Val Kilmer. Turns out he's crazy. Uh, and Armando Santé, after spending like an hour and a half dealing with him, is like, "Well, took care of that one." <laughs> Take him away.
0: My curiosity <laughs> is sated.
1: Meanwhile, his his boss keeps getting on his case. He goes, "There's a robbery down at Fletcher Street. You need to look into." And this Fletcher Street lo- robbery seems so much more interesting. Yeah, I tend
0: to agree with his boss that you know, given just <laughs> talking to a crazy person in a room for several hours. Or
1: foiling a robbery down at Fletcher Street, <laughs> you know, go down to Fletcher Street. Yeah, you know, this mean, can the, keep
0: the
2: crazy guy. He'll probably hold.
1: He'll you know? he'll keep for a little bit. And did I so? Should I mention the twist ending? Or yeah, please do.
0: Uh, Val Kilmer, Maybe you
1: can make sense of it. Val Kilmer is taken back to the mental hospital. Suddenly, his doctor arrives. It's the guy who survived the steam mm. experiment. What
0: the fuck? All He's, of a sudden,
1: he looks like Jeffrey Combs and reanimated. <laughs> he does. It's true. And he says to Val Kilmer, uh, "You're a genius." touching human chaos was the greatest experience of my life uh and then walks away and val Kimmero stares into space like a weird you know like a crazy person mm-hmm. and then we see the doctor in his office and the only woman who just dis- who survived the sauna experiment is his, look like, is lover's his or wife i guess or, yeah and says like he, he uh you know something about like you, you no, no longer control, control him. him he, he controls, controls you. you kill him then come home i love you and then the doctor turns the light off and that's the end of the movie
0: yeah and the end comes up on the screen <laughs> but it's just really in case you're confused and you would be gobsmacked by that ending i think that it does <laughs> well, there, help you out to have the
1: end there is the, the part the, yeah. eric roberts in his crazy death rows does say like you two are working together you're in in on this mm-hmm. what and it's supposed to be the ravings of a lunatic then it turns out he was right but it's still stupid
0: yeah, but here's what. Also,
1: here, this is an intricate theory that if people get locked into a sauna, they'll kill each other. But it's also where, as soon as they're about to break out of the sauna, uh, someone comes by and, and shoots a nail gun into one of the characters' heads. Yeah, and it is. Uh, it so guess what I'm saying is the movie lacks internal consistency. Yeah,
2: that's. that's... I think that at that point you compromised your experiment. Yeah. <laughs> yes, certainly. The outside force starts shooting people in the face <laughs> with
1: nail guns.
0: Um, but what were you going to say, Dan? Well, I was going to say that. I have several problems with this twist ending, but I feel like we should...
1: What? <laughs> oh, we should... Wait a men- minute. We should... Hold up. We I... should mention before we get to that is that this is an incredibly incompetently made film.
0: Yeah. Uh... No, I, I feel like we should take this roughly chronologically and we should get back to the twist ending at the end because there's going to be a lot to say about it, but... um.
1: wait. I just want to I don't, wait a minute, I, don't want the, I don't want the I don't want I don't want the audience of this podcast to think that listeners to think that the only problem with the movie was an, <laughs> it was a a far fetched plot. There was much more wrong with this. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a 90 minute film. I think it's like an 88 minute film mm-hmm. that feels like it's roughly 17 weeks of watching and uh, there were i i know there are
0: a lot of conversations I mean, conversations on, where people repeat the same lines literally over yeah three times. i don't
1: know if you guys had the same experience i did but there was a point about 60 minutes in where i suddenly like woke up and was like what huh? we're still watching this movie
2: i mean come on guys i mean it's just you know it's a good thriller so like mm. you know check your brain at the door like sure lay back and relax
1: no not at just all let it happens
0: um. So <laughs> just let it happen. Just let it wash over you, <laughs> like a soothing white noise machine.
2: <laughs> Relax. Like Val Kilmer looks relaxed when he's lying on that hospital bed, mm-hmm. His face all stretched. I think out. he looks
0: uh. relaxed so much as he looks like someone has performed a lobotomy on him. Yeah. Like there are he all, all those so scenes tired. of him on the uh, merry-go-round. Where he's just staring straight out. This is a recurring motif. This is an image that to. you're
1: expecting them to explain at some point. No, they don't. Him just kind of standing vacantly on this merry-go-round. And they do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Well, Bel- life's a merry-go-round, Elliot. <laughs> Bel- he's Kilmer, trapped, trapped I guess. on it. I thought
2: it was a
0: highway. In his own mental prison. Yeah,
1: and you want to ride it all night long.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gibbity gibbity
1: something. (laughs) (laughs) This is a movie where uh, Val Kilmer he's he's, his acting can be best described, I think, as sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when it's not extravagant, (laughs) it's either sleepy or nail bitingly over the top, and uh, also, and he's got like this growth of beard, and it just looks like I was saying to these guys during the movie, it looks like he's slow, like the slowest Wolfman transformation you can imagine, (laughs) just like you know, over the course of days, noticeably
0: crazier. (laughs)
1: By the end of the movie he's twitching and his eyes are rolling into the back of his head and he's like, you know, sniffing at things and Yeah.
0: You have to wonder whether like with the twist that comes out at the end, you have to wonder whether his time frame was actually until his meds wore off and that's why he got (laughs) crazy. That's a pretty
1: good explanation, actually.
0: Yeah. But uh Jesus, yeah, he is he's just a master of the craft, you know?
1: Oh well this movie was three it was three masters at the top of their game. Yeah. Uh So well, what, kilmer what, asante that, and robbers asante the
0: that,
2: that thing you said earlier about them being washed up has <laughs> <were recounting> that
0: <laughs>
1: i was being sarcastic they are still has yeah oh, okay. uh
0: asante you know i guess he's cuban uh, i don't know but like i, I said, don't know his background i said that during the movie that it's like he had his regular uh cuban accent but then the director's like also played as, like, a New York Italian police officer, you know, so he's layering this other But then put, accent on, put on, top. on a Grand
1: Rapids accent on top of that yeah, one. Yeah, and, it just and then put this sock in, in your throat.
2: mouth. Don't, don't move your lips very much. <laughs>
1: yeah. but there are many lines where you literally cannot understand what he's saying. And again, if this is because of a physical impairment, I, I apologize for poking fun at it. But. Yeah.
2: I think maybe he's just used to really good ADR work. <laughs>
1: maybe and they just couldn't afford it for this film he crafts his performances in the looping room afterwards <laughs> yeah. uh there are many scenes where he and val kilmer stare at each other and talk and seem to go in well, circles well there are
0: many scenes where you know he's driving with val kilmer in the back seat and then <laughs> val kilmer's face will be also superimposed on the screen in, like, the front seat. So there
1: are two Val Kilmers on screen at once. Yeah. The best uh, – yeah, there's constant superimpositions for no reason.
0: And, 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 like, what was
2: the, like, two, you know, double
1: – Yeah, I mean, the – Double screen. Oh, yeah, split screens, yeah, and split screens split for screens. no reason. The best superimposition is when uh, the sexiest of the women is reclining. She's the one who's taking her top off. I don't remember if she had her top on at the time or not. Wait, but was she – Ve- this she's is the
2: one with the nails in her head. Elliot.
1: Eventually, yes, <laughs> uh- she doesn't have the nails yet. She's reclining, and Val Kilmer's head is superimposed over her crotch, so it looks like it's like <laughs> it's just emerging from <laughs> her. Like the
0: sexiest penis he's <laughs>
1: <think. laughs> But it's really like like Salvador Dali was on set that day, and they decided to let him direct this, this shot.
0: Well, there's a scene early on where the um three men and three women are getting to know each other in this uh, this spa dating the sauna dating that you know has been sweeping the nation because, guys because when, when you're, you're doing speed dating <laughs> these days half the time is in a steam room so that's
1: because when you're when you're going on not just a blind date but a blind group date mm-hmm. and these are all people with psychological trauma who have had who are worried or anxious in some way it's best to do it in a place where you wear not very many clothes and it's really hot yeah you want to sweat it out you right. want to be as uncomfortable as possible I'm going to get it all out. I mean
2: that's the that's the best way to meet somebody right is to be really <laughs> hot and wearing very little clothes
1: yeah exactly but they're they're talking about their lives
0: they're explaining who they are and they'll have one person in a big like close-up headshot on one side of the screen and then they'll have another person and the other side of the screen reacting as if they're listening but it's clear that all of the reaction shots were just the director being like all right we're going to shoot a bunch of reaction shots now and the actors had no idea what they were reacting to there's no connection yeah. in in the reactions to what the people are saying and they're just imposed uh, on the sides of the screen it's it's you know it's de palma without any sense of you know, and some of the times
2: the instead of like if I wasn't paying attention, I would think that one of the characters was just
0: really small, and the other <laughs> person was really big sitting next to them. Yeah, it's forced perspective. It's like in
1: Fellowship of the Ring or yeah, something. During those scenes, there's also a lot of editing where someone will be talking, and then it will cut to a shot of them not talking, but the audio will continue, and then right. it will cut back. So it's these like I guess they're trying to disorient you, but they do it in the in just a way that makes you angry as but opposed also, to
0: confused someone will be talking and then they'll cut to a shot of the same person talking but their lips no longer match what they're saying
1: (laughs) yeah that too
2: or or it's like that weird like that monologue that eric roberts does near the end of the movie where like he'll be talking while sitting in this in this like in the pool of water and then he'll be talking about the same shit pacing around yeah and he'll talk again and he'll be back in the water and like wait are these do these things happen at the same time did like did he just happen to, uh, like, did they, like, cut it all together weird? Like, yeah. what's going on?
1: Are we, how, what are we supposed to believe is happening right then? Are we cut, did he give the speech a couple times, or is it he's is he, getting up and pu- getting back in again? It does, yeah. Is he
2: super fast, or maybe are there multiples of them, like
1: Jamie Madrox <laughs> the multiple name? Yeah, maybe J.B. Madrox the multiple. I've never heard it pronounced Madrox, but I've never heard it pronounced ever, so. <laughs> okay. So, guys, I bet uh, that I always uh, assumed it was Madrox. Uh, well,
2: that'd
1: be weird. I bet that these people, you know. <laughs>
0: I bet that they prove Val Kilmer wrong. I bet they get along pretty well in that steam room together. I bet that, you know...
1: Incorrect. Oh, really? The, wow. They, they crack within minutes. Yeah,
2: like five minutes in. As soon as one... Like, even before they... want, Like, even before somebody tries to leave
1: and finds out they're No, this in. is after they find out they locked in. Oh, okay, I thought they weren't getting along Well, after. no, well, they're already angry and yelling at each other. Then when they find out they they're...
0: They an intense, immediate dislike to each other. It is son, a
1: very unsuccessful date. The, uh... Yeah.
0: Particularly the sexy girl and the
1: Brooklynite. Yeah, just you know, oil and water guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and they're both liquids. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he realizes Wait, that it would
2: be oil. The Brooklyn guy, huh? is that what you're trying to say? Because he owns an Italian restaurant. <laughs> oh, Dan, yeah, that, come on, because
1: they're um, greasy. Yeah, Dan, that <laughs> I'm sorry, that is right. Ra- that's offensive. <laughs>
0: i think that the movie was offensive they put him in a leopard uh, print um type, speedo type thing. thing yeah and he has
1: he
2: has a tattoo of one of his family members presumably mm-hmm. on
1: his arm and like uh, the girl chain. and the girl has a tattoo of like a a fairy or something right over her couch. right above her yeah <laughs> her, her genital area her yeah. <laughs> her cooch as you so put it, <laughs> right beneath her navel let's say yeah. that but uh it like as soon as he realizes they're trapped, he rips a pipe out of the wall and starts trying to break open the window in the door of the sauna.
0: A reasonable strategy, I would say. Yeah. yeah.
1: I and, mean, what, and what's a one hard that,
0: thing that we can use to break a softer thing? And later, a it's pipe? a
1: strategy that works. Yeah. But they're all yelling at him. What are you doing? Ah, stop! What are you doing? And he gets mad at and the and the the sassy broad. Put that yeah, starts yelling at him that he's a failure or something, I don't remember. And he gets so mad that he starts trying to choke her to death. Yeah. Uh, and it ha- all happens very quickly.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's choking her with a pipe, and then uh, the catatonic woman uh, stabs him, stabs with, him a, with a piece of, a shard of like tile that came off tile. Of the wall. Yeah.
2: Which, I mean, there's four other people in this sauna. Like, they could have easily restrained this guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they have no one to blame but themselves. Yeah, it's not the crazy girl's
1: fault. And, so, the, and the crazy girl uh, eventually had a grief slits her own throat. Yeah.
0: Well, let's not get let's not get ahead. That's the first. That's the first of these six little Indians to die. Oh, that's right. In okay. This, uh, scenario. Who Who's comes? Who comes next? Nailhead. Yeah, Nailhead comes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser's pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one who dies. Doug Bradley. Was <laughs> oh yeah. No, their their big their big um, scheme next is to. Lift up the sexy girl perfectly broken up, They've broken up the window of the, floor, on the, on the per- door. Perpendicular to the door. Yeah. And, like, put her head out of the little window. At first, it looks like they're going to use her as a, a ram <laughs> to ram down the door. But they put her head out. And this masked figure, who I don't think we ever get any closure on exactly who it was, I I got mean, to assume assumes it's, that it's Val Kilmer. Either
1: Val Kilmer or Crazy Doctor. Yeah. Oh, no. Crazy Doctor's in the sauna. It's got to exactly. be Val Kilmer. my
2: God. He's two places at once, man. Like Jamie Madrox. Yeah,
1: holy shit. Jamie Hydrox, the off-brand Oreo.
0: They never explicitly say that it's Falcumber, (laughs) but some figure comes along and nail guns the
1: girl... Thrice his, his in the nail forehead. Gun
2: acting indicated that it and was somebody's <laughs> confident
1: about well. At that point, like again, this is an experiment with very specific conditions that wouldn't really be replicated in the real world, but at well, that Elliot, point when, the entire experiment falls when apart. When
0: global warming starts, there's just going to be nail guns roaming the streets <laughs> shooting people. I guess.
1: Wait, the nail guns shooting people? <laughs> yep. Shooting people who are trying to leave it's the like earth like
0: overdrive? I have some I have some uh <laughs> I have some uh, literature about 2012 that you
1: should read, Stuart. Okay. Uh, Mind calendar, um, look it up. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? That's but that 2012 is my favorite sense? conspiracy theory by the way because it's uh or 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 cataclysm theory because it's like, oh my god, this calendar that people stopped using 500 years ago. Yeah. Kind of hints that the calendar will kind stop of, kind of stops in 2012. Here
0: whereas maybe like maybe the minds were just like you know what we don't need to go past 2012 i mean you know what? we're it's, doing this so that's so far in the future you We know what? can just figure it out until 2012 it's 1506
1: then, right now yeah. we've got 600 we got 500 years we're doing to figure pretty this well. out yeah. but like these people who didn't know what germs were <laughs> Obviously could foresee the future. <laughs> it's uh, These people who thought men riding horses were gods. you know, Alien. you got to respect
0: uh, the indigenous peoples. I don't.
1: Probably,
2: uh, They probably probably know magic or something, right? <laughs> well,
1: they, it's like, well, ancient Mayan magic. they knew that the only way to appease the gods was cutting people's heads off. And that's true. <laughs> and that's true. They had the inside track. 2012 it is. But anyway, uh, yeah, nail guns. Yeah, So, so that's number two. That's the second casualty.
0: And then uh, Catatonic Girl is overcome. There's a long sequence. A lot. A long, long sequence while Opera is playing where...
1: No. Like Carmina Barana or something? <laughs> no, it's more
0: Nothing
1: like that dramatic. La, 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 yeah, la. You very know, slow. not This is also a movie that the characters are introduced to the te- to the strains of Ravel's Bolero, which plays for about 100 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's one of the longest, most repetitive songs I can think of, and they play as much of it as they can.
0: But you get these long, overexposed steam room. Bright uh, yellow sequences of oh, things yeah, happening. Oh, that's the, the in slow entire motion.
1: everything in the sauna is bright yellow and yeah. and or bright orange and overexposed and.
2: that's to make you feel like you're there, Elliot. Really. You to feel yeah. that
1: heat. But slow motion. <laughs> Wet <laughs> on your body. I yeah, feel the heat. <laughs>
0: We it's like Boogie up. Nights. Yeah, we should
2: have turned the heat up in here, dude. Mm-hmm. Let's watch it again. I think
1: I up. think
0: that mustache is doing the job. No, that's the way it was originally shown. It was like William we, Castle showed it. They they showed it in a sauna. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, they had a guy with a mustache in every theater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slowly turning not, up the thermostat.
2: I mean, that's not un, like,
0: improbable. I mean... <laughs> Statistically, there probably was a guy with a mustache. Yeah. Well, every they're theater. not as popular Especially as they, they once were. were. It was only showed in two theaters. So. Yeah, I mean, in Mustache
1: County. County.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's during a mustache festival.
1: <laughs> so, and it was originally
0: called the Mustache Experiment. So,
1: <laughs> They had to go back afterwards and digitally erase the mustaches all the actors wore.
0: My theory is that when global warming starts, <laughs> everyone will want to shave their mustaches because <laughs> their upper lips are going to be so sweaty. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're crazy, Pettis.
1: <laughs> pettis! Val Kilmer's name is, Pat, is Pettis, by the way. I refuse to print this theory
0: on the front page of the newspaper. You're so-called... Primarily because it is completely
1: unimportant and petty. <laughs> You're so-called mustache-festo this, on this topic. Um, but anyway... No, oh, so Nailhead...
0: There's like... a long, long, long sequence of like people putting towels over the dead woman and like oh, the catatonic girl comes up and kisses the dead woman in the least sexy girl on girl scene you yes, said. ever.
2: Like, I was looking for a little bit of Frenching. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Nope. That's no, kind of... That.
0: Nothing. You know, and the keywords on the IMDb keywords, it has to be like l- lesbian necrophilia. Has <laughs> that got to be one of the Well, things. that's...
1: And you want to see what movies are recommended along <laughs> yeah. with it. Because it's like... I, I might have talked about this on a previous podcast that... Uh, okay. For whatever reason, I don't remember why. I was looking up the entry for From Hell on IMDb and it said if you like this movie you might also like uh Rising Sun. It's like <laughs> the only thing these have in common is that prostitutes are murdered in right. them. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Who's choosing their movies based on that criteria? Anyway. Yeah, plus
0: if you're if that's all you care about, you can just turn on Cinemax at like 12
1: any night and yeah, you'll see a movie. See. Well, they're angel. usually strippers that get killed. Yeah, I guess it's Not Angel. Angel? Angel,
2: yeah. You know, student by Oh, night, student
0: by day, stripper by, by night. night. <laughs> yeah, I think that this is like possibly the most Angel referenced tube. movie on this podcast. I've never seen. It. Angel. Yeah, it's on uh, it's
2: on the Netflix. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> okay, so I guess that's this, your recommendation. Just put on your cue. No, I got way better. Recommendations. There's the girl
1: on girl necrophilmia, and then she <laughs> kills herself. And who comes? Necrophilia. Yeah, because it's in a movie. Uh, and then is any who is Eric Roberts the only one left to die after that? Yeah, yeah Eric uh, Roberts it dies takes forever. He begins to think that the last remaining man and woman are in cahoots, and they are in cahoots, are. Yeah, and she beats him to death with uh, a dragon, dragon yeah, sculpture, dragon sculpture, sculpture sure. that, that fell off the wall. Oh, yeah, and the steam comes out, out of dragon mouths in the sauna. All right, well, mm-hmm. so...
2: Just like in Chinese mythology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've pretty much run through this, and we're, um,
0: we're getting a long time, so let's talk about this twist ending.
1: Okay. Um,
0: my problem. We is, barely <laughs> even talked
1: about Armando Asante's inability to speak English. Uh, so twist ending.
0: My problem with this is, so looking back on this, what are we to believe? We're to believe that um, this doctor created some sort of work release program for this crazy Val that, uh, Kilmer and allowed himself then to be like put into this experiment then. Um, yeah, so
1: that he could touch human chaos.
0: And then got Val Kilmer gets recaptured. But the woman's like, oh, he's controlling you now. I don't think that Val Kilmer, first of all, is any threat no. at the beginning, at the end of this film. He's he's comatose, basically. Well,
1: I don't know. It's like Dr. Mabuza. You know, even though he's in a coma, he could probably control other people's minds. But also, I don't understand, like... It's a German <laughs> film reference that? for you guys. <laughs> Fritz sure. Lang, look it up. testament
0: of Dr. Mabuza, I know. That's
1: the second one. Fine. But that's the one where he's, yeah, he is taking people's minds from the beyond the grave or something.
0: Uh, but the... <sighs> Like, why did he get released in the first place? And did he honestly they have any sort of released global him warming to, theory, to set
1: up this plan? No, because he says they released him to set up. The he movie. says going to he says going to the press was a mistake. They released him so that he could set up this sauna experiment, and then he got out of their clutches and, you know, went to the press to tell them about his crazy mixed up bullshit. It was it like it was weird because the movie went. <laughs> as Lee Frankenwiler, crazy stuff, bullshit. <laughs> uh, the uh, it, the movie goes from being like a Saw type movie of like I've trapped these people and I'm gonna see how they react into to play a little game. yeah into like Batman territory of like well the crime asylum run by Doctor Crazy <laughs> as another crime experiment to hold you know. It just yeah, becomes, It becomes a different asylums, universe. These
0: asylums have to stop uh, hiring crazy people to run them. <laughs> yeah. That's like the number one problem in mental <laughs> health today.
1: Inma- inmates run the
2: asylum, guys. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes you examine yourself. It's the <laughs> important thing. <laughs> Who's really crazy? House on Haunted <laughs> Hill. <laughs> yes, the, the, that's yeah. an example. Chasers, yeah. <laughs> sure. Mind hunters. Yeah, all oh, right. right. That's not really like that. Baby's day it. out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure. That movie about a zombie women's prison. Anyway. Um, so But my other problem with uh, the movie as a whole, like, th- this brings it up, is this feels like one of these movies where the screenwriter's like, oh, what's an issue I can peg this movie <laughs> yeah. to? Like, what's an important issue that I'm, I feel uh, strongly about? Oh, global warming. But the problem in all these movies is these movies always want to address these big issues by b- making the person who's concerned about these issues into a crazy lunatic. Yeah. And so I'm like, so I guess that <laughs> so I were to believe that global warming isn't a problem because Crazy Val Kilmer is behind it? Like, I think that the screenwriter wants us to think about these issues, but instead we're kind of like, well, God, I, I'm, I'm, I hope I get, don't get trapped in a steam
1: room. <laughs> like, that's the moral I of better, the way. Better stay away from these global warming wackos. <laughs> like,
2: better not answer any weird ads on the internet if
1: a dating service offers me five thousand dollars i will not take it i will yeah.
2: assume something's up because that seems weird you normally pay for the dating
1: service. you, <laughs> you know what i might just not even set foot in grand rapids how about that <laughs> sure. let's just avoid grand that's rapids shown. michigan that's mean. just common sense that's good advice but uh, yeah but yeah, it's it's
2: I think what uh, the movie's really trying to say is that when uh, the apocalypse happens and it gets really hot out, (laughs)
1: <laughs> we're gonna stab the shit out of each other. That's, the, <laughs> what is, that's that's the main feature of the apocalypse. Is it gets really hot out? Oh my god! Super hot, guys. This gonna, apocalypse is just sweltering.
2: And all these Italian meatball guys <laughs> like,
3: flipping
0: out first, and they're gonna try and kill the hot chicks. <laughs> Italian meatball guys, like 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 vendors, like, like street vendors, uh, like Chef Boyardee, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: probably. Well, they're gonna get fucking pissed, and they're gonna start trying to choke all the hot chicks, and we're gonna be like, "No, dude, don't!" And then some crazy broad is gonna stab them all, and it's it's gonna be a whole fucking problem. Wow, the apocalypse
1: yeah. sounds terrible.
0: It's
2: gonna be a fucking it's gonna be a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, but before things get bad, there are gonna to be topples of women and running, running around. Just, just well, very well, briefly. Just, well, oh, that yeah, was that, that was not brief.
1: I mean, actually, it took a very long it was a time. Lingering. I have never realized before how much context I like for nudity in films. That like <laughs> yeah. as much as I like it to look yeah, at can topless, you sexy with... it up a little bit with the story. Well, no, no, it's almost like if I if sure. if this was porn, <laughs> right here, then it was.
2: Would... I'm here to deliver your milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: your <breast> <laughs> no but if it was pornography and suddenly a woman took her top off i'd be like i don't need a reason but to watch a to watch a real movie if a woman just takes her top off for no reason it isn't it for some reason that it becomes not sexy but like
0: it sort of angers but like you, bla- really. it's like
1: do you really think this is gonna win me over <laughs> Yeah. Please, I am more discerning than this. Are uh, we rump, to believe rump, 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 rump. that women just remove their tops willy-nilly? Whereas, In it, my experience, that is not the case, sir. It only
2: happens around David Duchovny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or even, like, when we watched the crappy Friday the 13th remake, like, women took off their tops and it was like, uh-oh, tops are coming off, but, like... You know, because they're crazy. Te- the whole point of those movies is crazy teens are trying to have sex with each other. <laughs> Heck yeah! But well, in this ex- one, it they've was-
0: established a universe—the Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> universe. <where that laughs> the verse yeah. Yeah.
1: But in this one, it's literally she's in a room full of people she doesn't like, and but she just doesn't takes no. She doesn't know and takes her top off for no reason. It's not even like it was a the top was covering her that well mm-hmm. and then puts it back on again it yeah. really doesn't and, it's uh, just so blatant
2: and and when somebody compliments her on her uh, on her breasts mm-hmm. she, uh, she's antagonistic about yeah, it yeah
1: she doesn't and, like
0: uh, it
2: and yeah that that doesn't win so me what up. you're
0: saying Elliot is you would have preferred a scene where late in the movie everyone was suddenly like we gotta get these clothes off exactly yes. oh it's so hot yeah.
1: yeah that would made more sense just some reason like, there's
2: all this blood all over the place <laughs> I'm super turned on
0: <laughs> yeah Let's,
1: let's, let's again do it, but it's guys. D- it's context if i was watching a movie called like you know bikini sauna girls <laughs> and they were just like well sure. time to take our tops off then i'd say this makes sense to me <laughs> yeah the
0: bikini <laughs> that's, that's
1: the way it goes <laughs> <The> bikini- <laughs> you could just call it the bikini experiment at that point yeah
2: but Okay, I, I mean, I guess as soon as you start involving bikinis, chaos
1: is you know, He goes to like goes he goes like uh, the, now. I'll think it was an entire like bikini parody of this movie <laughs> where he goes to like the boob times and is like, "You've got to, you've got to publish my report about bikinis dissolving in the heat it'd be, it'd be in the year 20... Joke, 20- yeah, yeah. Global warming is going to make people's bikinis fall off. You're crazy, old man. I'll show them. Mm-hmm. So he brings like six sexy women into a sauna to show their bikinis fall off. Weirdly enough. Armando Santes
2: also. Uh <laughs> yeah. okay.
1: He plays Inspector Titsworth. <laughs> <laughs> of the Federal Bikini Inspectors. Sure.
0: So I think that we need to uh, move along. I think that we should uh, give our final judgments. Um, Final judgments Now Was this uh, Was this movie totally What was it Sorry I can't even remember What my joke My joke What <laughs> for Spooky Categories over. were Is this movie totally sc- uh, Scarifying Is it uh, uh, Frighteningly funny Or is it totally Snorifying That's what those were <laughs> That's right I don't that's remember now the, That's what was. So Stuart Why don't you go <laughs> You can't see this, listeners, but Stuart's uh, putting his thumb in a downward position and making—you can hear the
1: fart noises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can... This movie was a fucking
2: piece of shit.
1: Uh, Elliot, I—it started out uh, frighteningly funny, but then it got totally snorifying. So yeah. you know, it was like it was—it was kind of funny how bad it was at first, and then about twenty minutes in, you know, you realize that there was seventy minutes left. Of this movie, it is
0: it is like sleep-inspiring. However, that was director's
1: intention. I yeah, well, it was originally supposed to be a replacement for Nyquil. Yes,
0: it's it's like like (laughs) it. Oh, that's why there was that
2: warning on the box. They were
1: looking for a film film substitute for ambient
2: Yeah, it's a a phantasmagorical dreamscape.
0: (laughs) Eyes wide shut. I would say that if you're like a bad movie fan. And for some reason, like this is on television. I wouldn't say rent it, but if it's on television, watch like the first thirty yeah, minutes. It's worth to, watching because a little it's bit. like it's very funny. Then maybe flip back for the last
1: ten. But in the middle, so you what don't you're need saying to worry is DVR this movie, yeah, TiVo this movie, and then flip, <laughs> fa- fast forward through a lot of it because a lot of it is
0: actually much funnier than any bad movie we've seen in a while. And the the, the problem with like watching uh, more major releases all the time is. Usually, those films have a certain level of competence, yeah. even if they're terrible. That this one did not that this, have. This film did not have. No, no, it didn't. So, like, the laughs in it, like, the big laughs were bigger, but then there was a lot of really slow stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Basically, the sauna scenes were pretty awful. Yeah. All but right. Val Kimmer's performance, that was the comedy performance of the year. Yeah. Like, well, I always this say is very he's funny. a better comic actor
0: than he's a dramatic <laughs> actor. <laughs>
2: that, like, that's that's a performance that, if, like, if they want to make like an epic movie, teen movie, scary movie type parody yeah. of yeah. a shitty Saw movie. That's it right there. Yeah, he's, he's the lead. He's the bad Well, guy.
0: he's basically playing Chris Elliott in Scary Movie 2, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, so, he threw a little bit of Heath Ledger's Joker in there also. Yeah. At times. But but bad. Yeah, but not good. Yeah.
2: All the good parts about Heath Ledger's performance. <laughs>
1: I love how Michelle you re- Williams is going to stop listening to this podcast. You refuse to give the minimum level of respect to a dead man <laughs> <laughs> who was in a movie you liked. <laughs> uh, a Tale is
0: really good, but <laughs> all right. So let's move on to our recommendations of movies that we actually recommendations enjoy
2: other oh, movies.
0: Um, I'm going to start off, and I'm going to say that I'm going to apologize. Hog, hog the spotlight. <clears throat> I, I never do this but I'm going to apologize that I'm going to recommend a movie that I've seen half of and I'm doing this because
1: I've been so busy <laughs> the, look on, the look on Stuart's face is shocked
0: well the other half is waiting on my DVR Stuart so if okay. if, if I watch this the other better half, be
1: like fucking Berlin Alexander plot since it's just so long that you haven't been able if to watch I, it if I,
0: if I watch the other half and I don't if I don't like the second half I will recant I will recant on the podcast
1: this charming romantic film audition yeah uh, Dan, we'll hold you to that. If you don't like it, you must correct yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I've just been really busy this month. And speaking of busy, um, my sketch group is doing two Halloween shows. One of which, one of which will be done by the time this podcast goes out. But I'll put a link up for the second one, and that's part of why I've been busy. But um, but I recorded the show off of IFC, uh, this movie off of IFC on a late Saturday night. And I like how late on Saturday night they play sort of, like, sleazier films. They're like, here's a forgotten exploitation film.
1: I don't know. They'll play Maniac in the middle of the day. You know? <laughs> That's true. But um, I recorded a movie called Terror Vision. Oh, I saw that in the in the cable guide. And yeah. I didn't. It was right after uh, Videodrome, right? Yeah. And I this movie, like,
0: I only, I've only seen half of it, but the half I've seen is great. Like, it's got a... Uh, Mary Warnov is that her last name? Like she was in uh, Eating Raoul and Chopping Mall, and she was in like a lot of uh, early '80s Let's exploitation say sure. films. And um, I don't remember. It's just a real time capsule of of like things that people thought about in the early '80s. Like the um, main characters, like the two like parents are swingers, and the daughter is like a Cindy Lauper esque <laughs> uh, like girl, and then there's the the punk slash metal uh guy who's like mallory's boyfriend from <laughs> family ties and uh it's done in all these dayglow colors it basically looks like joe dante's segment of Twilight on the movie all the way through it and it has these great um uh practical special effects of the monster with this, this, this monster which is basically alien toxic waste that has been beamed down into a satellite dish <laughs> And uh oh, so it's
1: like the John Ritter hit Stay Tuned.
0: Yeah, except for with monsters. <laughs> and that that's another like early eighties thing. They're like they're like <laughs> Well oh. John Ritter
1: film, stay tuned.
0: It's like early in the eighties, like, oh, there's so many cable channels these days. <laughs> yeah. And that's basically the premise of this film. There's so many cable channels these days, one of them has to pick up a monster from <laughs> outer <of> space. <laughs> one of them's bound to bring a monster in it. Uh and it, it also feels <laughs> like a six, real there's forty seven channels. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like like a really like Like, weird, like, horror, mad magazine thing. Like, I kind of feel like, in a way, the 80s were the last gasp of the underground just because, like, there wasn't the internet that bound us all together, so weirder things were kind of harder to find. Like, this movie doesn't go that far, but it still has that feeling of, like, we're getting away with something weird that you wouldn't see. Like, it's a movie that would have been released to vhs tape and you would have seen it in your local video store but Hmm. anyway i've enjoyed it so far so that's my recommendation look out for it uh
2: well i'm gonna recommend uh i'm gonna recommend two movies that i've seen all of uh one of them will be very (laughs) brief uh it's a movie called trick or treat uh just got released holy shit you've seen it yeah um and that was, you know, it's it's been getting a lot of good press. I thought it was pretty good. I would also, uh, I mean, it's the type of horror movie that if I saw it when I was, like, 13, I would be like, this fucking movie rules. Uh, but, like, as a grown-up, I'm like, oh, this is fun, it's cool, it's cute. Um, and the other movie I want to recommend is a movie called Savage Streets, starring Linda Blair. Uh, <laughs> it's this awesome exploitation, like... Teenage uh, like teenage gang movie where like there's a gang of girls and this like evil gang of guys that uh, like start screwing with them and they end up like raping the female gang leader's whoa, sister played whoa, by whoa. A, played by a young Lena Quigley and then uh, Linda Blair goes after him with a crossbow mm. and uh, like the Huntress yeah and there's a ton of uh you know there's a ton of nudity there's a great uh, there's a great like all-girl fight scene in a shower. Uh,
1: Yeah, it's totally fucking awesome. See, that's the the kind of context I'm talking about for New York. Yeah,
2: it's a fucking sweet movie. There's a lot of awesome music, uh, some of it written originally for the film. Go check out this movie, Savage Streets.
1: Alright. Elliot? Uh, I'm going to recommend, strangely enough, a movie I also saw on IFC, uh, which I just saw recently that I enjoyed a lot, which is a Japanese kind of samurai ghost movie from 1968 called black cat uh which is not available on dvd i think but it they'll probably run again on ifc uh, so keep an eye out for it about uh it's during the feudal samurai wars of japanese history and this woman and her daughter-in-law are alone their son slash husband got sent out to fight in these wars and they're living alone in the forest in their house and a band of roving samurai comes by and rapes and kills them as happened all the time in ancient Japan according to movies or medieval Japan and so they become ghosts who's, who also turn into cats and who basically seduce samurai into coming and staying with them and then kill them in the middle of the night and drink their blood meanwhile the son husband has made a name for himself on the battlefield by killing a giant and he and is tasked with the job of stopping, finding out what's killing these samurais and destroying it. And uh, I won't go any further than that. But it's it was directed by the same director who made the film Onibaba, which mm, I think I also sure, recommended that's... before. for. Uh, I think I recommended that. Oh, maybe you recommended it. Uh, but it's it's very similar in tone to that, except where Onibaba doesn't really have any supernatural stuff in it. Spoiler alert. Uh Black Cat is full of supernatural stuff, but it's really creepy, and there's some really neat, like, weird editing moments, too. Speaking of uh, Asian horror movies, have you ever seen Hausu or, uh, House? Oh, House? No, I, d- I remember when they when they kind of re- released it shortly here, but I have not seen I it. have only seen
0: screenshots of that on the internet, and it looks like the craziest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I so much wants to see that
1: movie. Well, we should rent it sometime. Yeah.
0: Well, guys... I think we should uh, wind things down, mainly because due to the aforementioned busy uh, month, I may not have time to edit this much. So we're my, we're apologize, my, apo- my, apologize. my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> my apologies.
2: What are you, Armand <laughs> yeah. uh, Take that, Armand.
1: Oh, Stuart, you're a, you're a class cut-up. Uh, no. What can I say? My apologies
0: <laughs> to anyone who's listened this far and thought, hey, things seem sloppier than mm, usual. This was kind of a
1: flabby episode. Shit sucks. More like um,
0: Slophouse. But, uh... <laughs> before we go, I... Uh. I Plugged my uh, sketch group, which I'll put up on the blog. But uh, do you want to say anything about your next screening? I would like
1: to. I have another screening coming up at the 92nd Street Y Tribeca location on 200 Hudson Street in Manhattan, November 4th, Wednesday, 8 p.m. I'll be showing the film The Gunfighter with Gregory Peck, which is great. Which is a great western that does not get the due it deserves because it was directed by Henry King, who is not you know an auteur, so he doesn't get a lot of name recognition. But it's one of the great Westerns and the first great kind of psychological Western or adult Western with Gregory Peck. And then uh, in dis- the ne- next last screening of the year is December 2nd, a day before my birthday. I'll be showing Preston Sturgis' The Miracle of Morgan's Creek. With uh,
0: special guest. With
1: special guest Kristen Schaal, uh, who you may know from her guest spots on The Daily Show or as Mel, the superfan in Flight of the Concords. Uh, she will be coming by to talk to me about her impressions of the film and my impressions of the film. Uh, but that's not till December. So if you go to 92ytribeca.com, uh, I'll put up a link. Okay, put up a link. Dan will put up a link. But November 4th is The Gunfighter. It's a great movie and you should see it. And December 2nd is Miracle in Morgan's Creek with special guest Christian Shaw.
0: Stuart, do you have anything you want to plug quickly besides your mustache wax? Uh,
2: yeah. I just wanna <laughs> I just wanted to recommend uh, a friend of mine whose work I've recommended in the past, Alex Smith, and who's a fan of the podcast, also has a uh, put together a little film for the Louisville Forty Eight Hour Film Project. You can see it on YouTube. Uh, the title's Bring Back the Bishop Sack. I totally recommend it.
0: <laughs> All right. So guys, this has been good. Um Shocktober's over. Makes me a little sad every mm, year.
1: Well, get ready for Shovember when we do nothing but show tunes movies. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Well I'm excited for that now. Well, I've been Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington.
1: And I remain Elliot Kalen. Good night. Yep. <laughs> We're back on Songs Dan doesn't know all the words to Dan, I don't like it. It looked like when I looked in your mirror, I realized I have more gray hairs than I thought I did. Well, at least I have that on you. (laughs) Yep. You have so much. Oh no, my hair will go gray long before yours does, Daniel.